You Tell Me Texas. Got the titles all mixed up there. You Tell Me Texas with KTPV owner and general manager Paul Gleiser. Chief, glad it's Friday. Do I look like Jennifer Kashinka? <laughs> you it, really, it really remotely don't. Remotely like that? <laughs> we are sponsored by the, the Keepersall Collection of estate-grown wines and by the restaurant and winery at Keepersall. East Texas destination, south of Tyler, off of FM 344. I keep waiting for a mass awakening. I keep waiting for that large cohort of Americans who, though they vote for Democrats and call themselves liberals, but yet remain somewhat tethered to the real world, to have an epiphany. I'm waiting for an enterprise story in the New York Times or on ABC that examines liberal policy on the basis of its actual results. I'm waiting for one of the usual talking heads to ruin Chuck Todd's day one Sunday morning on Meet the Press and begin to admit to the failures of policies that liberals constantly promote. For it seems that such an epiphany is overdue and in the end unavoidable. Any objective and sober analysis of readily observable facts reveals in stark, undeniable detail that liberalism destroys everything it touches. Examples abound. We can start with our major cities. Iconic American cities like Baltimore, St. Louis, Chicago, Detroit, and San Francisco have in common that they were once clean, vibrant, and prosperous. But they also have in common the fact that they have for decades been governed exclusively by Democrats. Today they are to varying, but in every case, worsening degrees, unsafe, dirty, and dysfunctional. Their schools are urban hellholes from which as many as half of students never graduate. Crime is rampant. Prosperity is increasingly elusive. The resulting misery falls disproportionately upon non-whites and the poor. Speaking of the poor, since 1965, when President Lyndon Johnson in his State of the Union message declared unconditional war on poverty, U.S. taxpayers have spent, depending on whose estimate you use, upwards of $28 trillion on a nearly uncountable list of federal anti-poverty programs. Were it not for federal spending on poverty, there would be next to no national debt. For that massive outlay, an outlay that liberals constantly insist isn't enough, we have gotten exactly nothing. The poverty rate in America today is essentially unchanged from the day when the war on poverty was declared. Among the most perverse effects of the war on poverty has been the dissolution of black families. In 1960, 24% of black children were born into fatherless homes. Today, the rate of fatherlessness in black homes stands at a heartbreaking 73%. Far from lifting blacks and other minorities out of poverty, decades of Democrat-promoted policy has served to only make poverty more difficult to escape. There are many other examples. The bluest of the blue states are depopulating. People with the means in states like New York, California, New Jersey, and Illinois are packing up and fleeing high taxes and diminishing prospects. Homeschooling has become an industry. In my naive brain, I keep thinking that at least some nominal liberals will begin to notice all of this and thus begin the process of re-examining their liberalism. I keep thinking... Eventually, 60 Minutes will have to run a segment addressing some of this, right? At some point, the failure of leftism will become, to, become impossible to ignore, will it not? I keep thinking. I keep hoping. That's my word. What's yours? Go to youtellmetexas.com and you tell me. 
Any Keeper Saul wine can be enjoyed at any time of the year, but there are some wines and some times of the year that go together particularly well. And as summer sets in, I have a couple of recommendations. The winemakers at Keepersall have created two iterations of rosé, the pinkish blush wine that's been made since antiquity. The thing about today's rosé wines is that they are meant to be served chilled. And the thing about Keepersall's rosés is that they are cool and refreshing and go down really easy when it's hot outside. Keepersall's classic rosé is a dry rosé. It's the summertime wine for red wine drinkers. Keepersall's sweet rosé is, well, what it says, a fruitier wine that really takes the edge off the summer heat. Both are available for you to try, the first taste as always being on me at the Grand Room at Keepersall. And to get there, you go south on Broadway to FM 344, left under the bridge for a mile and a half to the Keepersall entrance gate on your left, and then follow the signs. Learn more at Keepersall.com.